Blog Talk Radio.
boy, that's good stuff. I love it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast tonight. We are recording these uh, so that you can listen to them later, but they sure are a lot more fun when we do them live. I, I love the live ones. I, I look forward to hearing from you tonight. We're going to be monitoring Facebook for questions, and we'll be answering uh, those questions live here on the podcast and we're also going to allow for guest call-ins. If you'd like to call in with a testimony, and we always give away some prize. you got to give away something if you call in with a testimony or a great question. The guest call-in number is 917-889-9115. Guest call-in number 917-889-9115. Folks would love to hear from you. You know, that song was us, Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Well, it's one of my favorite songs. You know, I'm a very sexual dude. I'm a sexual beast. <laughs> Just never mind. My wife's listening to this. I, you know, can't lie. But anyway, I do. I'd like to think of myself that way. But I, I really can. Look, this podcast is about everything weight loss, everything wellness, and just being real. It's just being real. Trying to help people lose weight, keep it off. Stay focused, stay motivated, stay fired up out there in Babylon, you know, that's sucking you into that that fat-storing world that's out there. I mean, it's crazy. If you look around, you, know, you see so many people in trouble nowadays. You see people that are overweight, unhealthy, unhappy, and it's just heartbreaking. There's so many people out there like that. Obesity is the leading cause of cancer, heart disease, every bad thing under the sun. But for me, it, it, it is the thing. Granted, I had high blood pressure, acid reflux, high cholesterol, several things, uh, prediabetes. I had several things going on. I needed to lose more than 100 pounds. I did it. And I tell people still to this day, that wasn't the big issue for me. The biggest issue for me was the lack of self-confidence, the lack of self-esteem. I mean, some of y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but even listening to a song like that, you know, it's that's a sexy darn song. Now, isn't it? I don't care what you say. That's a sexy song. But even listening to music didn't have the same meaning. Some of y'all are going to think I'm crazy. I'm not saying it didn't have any meaning, but when you don't feel good about yourself, it doesn't have the same meaning. A beach trip doesn't have the same meaning when you're overweight. Going to the amusement park doesn't have the same meaning when you're overweight. Going to the lake, walking down the beach, a wedding, a get-together, a reunion, none of it has the same meaning when you're overweight. So if you're overweight, I think it should be priority number one to get the weight off because you're missing out on life, baby. You are. You're missing out on so much, so many things that could be so much better. Do you get that? Do you get that? Because I fear that you might not get that. You might not get how wonderful life can. See, for me, I never really got it and then lost it and then got it back. That's not what happened to me. By the time I reached an age where I could begin to enjoy life and and discover Travis, discover who I am and what I'm all about. 
you know, I had already uh, gained a lot of weight, was dealing with bulimia, was dealing with multiple prescription medications, didn't go places, didn't do things that I would have if I'd been lean and healthy. I remember looking around at, at my peers and thinking, I wish I had it like that. It just, nothing had the same meaning. But yet people will strive and they'll fight and they'll claw for material things. They'll set their affections on things below instead of on things above, and they'll try to pursue and get those things to satisfy them, to make them feel better. It starts with food. I mean, we use food as a solution for all of our problems. We use food as a solution for stress, for anger, for boredom. We use it as a solution. It's our drug of choice, and it doesn't satisfy us. So then it's a car that we can't afford, or it's a house that we can't afford, or it's, you know, for a guy, some trophy wife that you ain't going to keep, and for some woman, some some man that you, I don't know, that gives you some attention, but he's mean to you. I don't know. I'm not trying to be offensive, but we start striving for these things. We know there's a, we know that there is a void. We know there's a void, and we're trying to fill that void with all kinds of things below. The Bible says set your affections on things above. Well, Travis, are you telling me that a hot body is is above is something is I mean you're setting your affections. that seems awful vain. That seems awful shallow. I guess it could be. I guess it could be, depending on how you look at it. But I don't look at it that way. Not for me, not for what I've been through. See, the things above are this, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, that means self-control, and faith. Those are the things above. I can't have those things if I'm not healthy and I'm not well. Now, some people that are not healthy and well don't even have the opportunity to be 100% whole again, except for some miracle of God. People laying up in the hospital asking God for help, asking God to heal them, don't have the opportunities that you have. They're clinging to life. We're wasting life. If you feel well, see, if you don't, and it's not because of some genetic illness or, you know, we all have a genetic predisposition to get something. But if it's not that, if it's, if it's obesity related, if it's weight related, that's self-inflicted wounds. And you can fix it. But you have to stop setting your affections on things below food, excessive food. Y'all know what I'm saying. We got to eat, but excessive food. If we stop trying to instantly gratify ourselves and continue eating when we're already overweight, trying to fill voids and fill gaps and just yielding to bad habits every day, doing what everybody else is doing, you know, if if we'll stop doing that, stop setting our affections on things on the earth and set them on things above, think about what a better body would give you. I mean, look, if you'll lie about this, you'll lie about everything. If you can look me in the eye and say, for my gender and my age, I want to look and feel my best, 
If you can tell me you don't really care about that, I just think you're a liar. Or either God's giving you over to what the Bible refers to as a reprobate mind. That means you're no longer a, a principled person. That means you just operate like an animal. You operate based upon your feelings. You operate like the beast instead of operating like a son or daughter of God uh, as a principled person. You have to deep down care about this. Now, you may have given up. You may have tried so many things and failed so many times. Perceptive failure, I'll say, because if you haven't quit for good, you're not a failure. You may have quit a few times in the recent past, and you say, you know, it's just the way it's going to be. I better just get used to it. That's nonsense. You can't make me believe that you feel that way in your heart. No matter your gender, no matter your age, I think deep down you, you want things to be better. You just don't know how to break those old bad habits. You don't know how to have a change of mind. We're going to talk about that tonight. You can have a change of mind. You can have a change of heart. The Bible calls it repentance. Repentance is not saying, I'm going to do it. I bet today I got 100 folks tell me, I'm going to do it, Travis. I'm going to take you up on it. At least 100. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I go, great. I'm going to do it, Travis. I'm going to do it. But here's what I know, and here's why I do what I do. Out of those 100, one of them means it. One of them means it. That's why I tell the team all the time, we gotta we gotta quit being we this program's got to move out from obscurity and get out there to the masses, a million people. Somebody told me one time, you'll never be satisfied, will you? You'll never be satisfied. No matter how many people the program helps, no matter how many times we bless the name of the Lord for somebody else that's that's done well with the program, you'll never be satisfied. Never. That's right, never. Because it'll take one million people starting the program to get 10,000 to do it and to change their life. And there's a lot more people than 10,000 people out there battling obesity. And what that means to me, I hate to use that word, the big O, the big O word. But what it means to me is there's people that's unhappy that could be happy if they just had what I have. And if you're a member of Shaboth and you've done well with the program, I mean what you have, what we have. We owe it to them. They're miserable. Some of them have been miserable so long they don't even know it anymore. They don't even know it anymore. Set your affections on things that money cannot buy. And money can't buy you a better body. Go ask the ones that have went, the majority of the ones who have went to have Weight loss surgery. Some of them have, have done well. They've lost it, kept it, but very few, very few. They go pay that money. They want the quick fix, but they still have to learn behavior modification. Before I get to hate emails, because we've got a lot of people that have went under the knife or they've had some type of surgery to alter their digestive system. Hey, if that's you and you, you lost the way and you kept it off, I, I salute you because I know this and you know it too. It doesn't matter that you had the surgery because you only have a 12 to 18 month window to modify those behaviors. And unless you modify those behaviors, 
You can't keep it off. That's why so many of them, God bless their heart, they've been duped, they've been hoodwinked by the devil, by the world. That's why they gained the weight back, because they never earned it in that place in the mind. Money can't buy this. Only character can. Only going when you don't feel like going anymore. When we get back, we got a lot to talk about. I got questions. Uh, the girls, before they left, gave me a few questions that tickled their tummies today that they wanted me to answer live. They got tickled at some of the questions. So we're going to answer those. We're going to talk about willpower, pushing and pulling. We're going to talk about losing 60 pounds in 90 days. We're going to talk about a lot. We're going to have a good time. The guest call-in number is 917-889-9115. I'd love to take your question or hear your testimony tonight. Be right back.
what weight loss is, y'all. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I may be a fool, but I'm a fool with a plan. I'm telling you. Hey, let me tell you something. That's what it's all about, y'all, figuring out who you are, figuring out who you are. Let me just say this. It makes more people mad tonight. I think there should be a law against getting married before you're 40. <laughs> you don't even know who you are. I didn't know who I was until I was 40 years old. My name's Travis Martin. I've lost over 100 pounds on the program, come off multiple prescription medications, and I'm a sexy beast. What about you? I feel good. It's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. You know, I used to, when I was overweight, I, I got all these opportunities to dance. I worked for a company that's always having fun. Never would dance. Never would dance. I was always jealous of the people dancing. And now I don't get as many opportunities to dance, so I just dance right there in the kitchen, right there in the living room with my bride. But I sure would like to go out and cut a rug, man. I feel good. Hey, it's worth it. The effort is worth it. Do your best. Do your best. Willpower. Questions today. All right, willpower. Travis, I don't have any willpower. I don't have any willpower. We get, our mentors get, I get, Lots of people say, can you contact me every day? Can you contact me? And we try. We try. We even ask them. We say, hey, you can contact us every day. You know, you watch the daily doses, take the test, pass the test, earn the badge. That's all you got to do. Learn the program. Use the recipes. Use the resources. Use the fast food guide. You just do it. You just do it, and you lose the weight. But people need that spiritual, emotional element, and that's what we come, we, we, we're here for. You know, we got a program that's $50 a year, so we definitely can't hire lots and lots of mentors. There's a few of us, and we tell folks all the time, always have availability. All you got to do is call us, but people won't. They want us to call them. And then sometimes when we call them, we get blessed out. And we're like, you said to call you. You said to text you. But anyway, we would love to touch everybody every day. We would love to talk them into it every day, every day, every day. And we can't. It's not humanly possible. Now, we do live classes like this over and over, but what people want is that one-on-one call me every day. Make me do this. That's what they're saying. Y'all get that? That's what they're saying. Make me do it. Well, here's what I got to say to you. Listen to last night's broadcast and grow you some spiritual balls. You need to grow some testicles. If you're if you're a man or a woman, I guess a man's already got him, doesn't he? He's already got two plums. A woman's gonna have to find her spiritual balls, find her spiritual plums, because nobody, not your husband, not your mama, not your daddy, nobody can make you do this. Nobody, your kids, ain't, nobody can make you do it. Pain is gonna make you do it if you don't do it. I'm telling you, pain. Pain is coming. Pain's going to make you do it. Let me tell you what's chasing you if you're overweight, if it ain't already caught you. Diabetes. Diabetes is going to catch you if it ain't already caught you. Hey, right now, if you will, just think in your mind. Attach this imagery to these words. Will y'all do this for me? Attach this imagery to these words like diabetes. The dragon. The dragon is coming for you. The dragon's coming. Diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, acid reflux, high cholesterol, depression, sleep apnea, dragon, cancer, the dragon, 
The dragon's coming for you. It's coming for you. Now, sooner or later, it's going to catch you. It's going, one of the dragons, one of the dragons is going to catch you. But you know what you can do? You can prolong that. You can prolong your quality of life. It is a fact, Jack. You can't get around this. You just can't get around it. You want it. You want the dragon to catch up to you fast, or you want it to catch up catch up to you much later. It's a dragon. You're gonna have to grow some spiritual plums and become a dragon slayer. Why not? While you're healthy, you have your health now, or it's not even worse if the dragon's already caught up to you. Why not turn around and slay the dragon? How do you do it? You find your willpower. The pain is going to catch you. The dragon's going to inflict the pain. Or you can pursue the pleasure of, of losing weight. And there's a lot of pleasure associated with losing the weight. And it's so easy to do. Losing weight is easy. It is. It's not hard. There's two schools of thought on that. Number one, losing weight's hard. Maintaining weight loss is hard. But... Staying where you're at is a lot harder than either one of those. Choose your heart. People like that. I like this. Weight loss is easy. The only reason people don't do it is because not doing it is easy too. See, it's up to you. It's all about a matter of perspective. But Travis, how, how do I find willpower? I don't have any self-discipline. How do I find it? Well, listen, there's two types of willpower. There's push willpower and there's pull willpower. See, when I push somebody, and I do, I'm a hard pusher. You know why? Because once upon a time, that's what's probably saved my life. My father, he said, I'm sick and tired of hearing about your pro your weight problem. I'm sick and tired of hearing about how you're not satisfied with yourself. He said, it brings everybody down around you. He said, do something about it. He said, or don't come back to my house. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. He said some very ugly things to me. Y'all want me to tell you what he said? He said, I got up. I was mad. I got up, and I started walking off, and my, my arse was sweaty. I'm sorry. If you're big, your arse gets sweaty, a lot sweatier than it does when you're lean. My butt was sweaty. He said, my God, son. He said, your butt is lathering like a horse's butt. <laughs> it wasn't funny then. wasn't funny. If you're overweight, it's not funny to you now. It's very offensive to you. I understand it was very offensive to me. But you know what? That's what it took. That's what it took for me to start fixing it. Caused a lot of pain in my heart, in my mind. I wanted to get away from that pain. I would do it or die. That was the place I got to. I'm not saying go do unhealthy things because they always come back to bite you. You can't take shortcuts. I got a great program if you don't know one. But if you'll just buy in, decide, do it or bust a gut, do it or die, you'll never have to die. You won't die a premature death. You won't die spiritually is the kind of death I'm talking about. My spirit was dying. But I got pushed. But then something started pulling me. See, if you come in here and I have to talk you into it every single time you come in here, if I have to talk you into it every single time we talk, if I have to talk you into it over and over again, I'll always have to talk you into it. And sooner or later, when I'm not there to talk you into it, you quit. 
The push is good. This little broadcast for somebody that needs it is good. Giving you a push is good. It's good. Can you say good? It's good, Pocampo. Real good. It's good. Pushing you is good. We all need a push. I get pushed. You think I don't need a push? I need a push sometimes. But listen, when the push isn't there and I don't feel like doing it, there's a pull inside of me. That's called inspiration, not motivation. There's a pull inside of me. I've got to have it. I've just got to have it. I've got to know before this life is over what it feels like to achieve my dream, to achieve my goal. And there's no goal worth having if you don't have a, a healthy, lean body. There's no goal worth having. What good is it? What good is it to achieve a goal and you're not even healthy and well enough to enjoy the darn goal? This is the first thing you should be tackling, not the last thing. Why you got a lot of people around you and in your life trying to talk you out of it? Why? Have you asked yourself, have you stopped to ask yourself why people are trying to talk you out of this? Let me tell you why they're trying to talk you out of it. I can tell you. They want you to keep living and doing for them. Is your life your own or does it belong to them? Are they dictating and controlling your life even subliminally? Stop it. Stop this madness. This is the life and breath that God gave you. It wasn't meant for you to live the life that they would have you live. If you want to do this, then do it. Dang it. Just do it. And stop listening to other people. Do you know how many people are going to live this life? It's appointed unto man once to die. Let me tell you. Do you know how many people are going to live this life and they're going to make their appointment all right? It's a predestined time. You can prolong your days or you can shorten them, but there's a day that God knows that you don't know, and he's coming for you. The death angel's coming for you. Do you know how many people are going to go to sleep? They're going to die. They're going to be buried, and they never fulfilled even 1% of their potential. That's pitiful. I think it's pitiful, and I think it's sick. I think it's a waste of time. I think it's a waste of life. The only thing I can say regarding my life about that is I am ashamed that I spent so much time on the pity potty. Redeem the time. There's no guarantee that you'll achieve your goal or dream that's unrelated to weight loss. But at least go for it, dang it. At least go for it. It's better to go for it and never achieve it than to not go for it at all and never achieve it. But here's what I can tell you about weight loss, and here's what I can tell you about this program. If you go for it, you are assured that you will reach your goal. You're assured. There's no way around it. If you do the things that we tell you to do that are easy, that are practical, that are sustainable, that are fun, you win. You win. It's that simple. Some people go fast. Some people lose 10 pounds a month. Some people lose 20 pounds. Some people lose 30. There's fast, faster, and fastest. Some people tell me I'm full of beep, but they don't know what they're talking about. I'm seeing it happen every day because God is good. God is good. God is good. God will help you do this. God will order your steps 
if you do your best? Are you doing your best? Do you want more? Find some inspiration to pull you. I'll push you, but you know what? This is a great partnership between you and I, between Shibboleth and you, between God and us. It's a great partnership if you can find the push-pull. You know where to come if you need a push, but let God pull you. Let God set you on fire. The Bible says our God is a consuming fire. Jeremiah says it's like a fire shut up in my bones. I want you to have an awakening, a real awakening. Guys, I hate to do this, but I have got to go pee. I have got to pee. I'll be right back. topic many many times on the video live feeds on the podcast in class this question always gets asked that sounded like I said asked didn't it asked um but anyway by the way I'm drinking this cool drink right now we got in today it's called mental titan <laughs> I bet you're wondering Travis how in the world did you get so smart well, it's drinking things like the mental titan. Anyway, we got these in the brain. Enhanced brain function, boost energy, burn fat. I love the ingredients. Berry genius. Tastes a little bit a little bit better than a Red Bull. Anyway, it's got MCT oil in it. That's why I got it, because it's got MCT oil in it. I love it. It's going to give me energy. I still got to go work out. You don't think I'm going to let all these people beat me on the step challenge today, do you? No. Mm-mm. Not happening. But people ask all the time, you know, 
how do I break through plateaus? I've hit a wall. I've hit a wall. I've hit a plateau. Well, let me tell you, you have not hit a plateau unless you've been doing everything right for two to three weeks and the the scales are not moving. The weight is not coming off at all. But you're doing your best. You're following the tool. You don't because here's what happens. The first week you're gonna drop five, ten, fifteen pounds. I think the all time record here is twenty six pounds. That was somebody that was really heavy. Twenty six pounds in a week. I'd say on average, somebody that does the program the right way, the first week, seven to ten pounds, easy. Okay. But most of that's water and sugar. Then the next week, two shut up. The next week, two to three pounds. And then, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. You're going to average losing 1% of your body weight every week after that initial week. Now, if you go off the radar, you go off the grid, go down to Panama City, unless you live in there. We got clients from Panama City now. I want to go to Florida. I want to move there. Will y'all let me move there? I want to move to Florida. I want to be close to the beach. It would be a lot more fun to do those video broadcasts on the beach. But, um, gosh, where I'm all over the place. This mental Titan stuff needs to kick in, doesn't it? But plateaus. Uh, you're going to lose 1% of your body weight. So what does that look like? Unless you go off the grid and have to come back over and over and over again. That looks like this. I, let's say I dropped seven. I'm 300 pounds. I dropped seven pounds the first week. Now I'm 293. And then, therefore, if I stick to the program, I'm going to average 1% of my body weight. So the next week, I'd lose 2.93 pounds. Do the math, and you'll see if you're consistent and you adopt this as a lifestyle and not a diet, just how quick you'll reach your goal. It's insane. And then if you do some of the challenge menus, do some of the personalized meal plans that we, we give out, then you'll, you'll uh, multiply that weight loss times two and you'll do it in a helpful way in a helpful fashion so just know that as we're talking here about hitting walls and breaking through plateaus so it's not a plateau because you've had one day without weight loss that's not a plateau you could be constipated and by the way you define constipation that uh by this not going every day i mean somebody come up with this thing once upon a time said you know as an adult you're supposed to poop like a baby you know you're supposed to eat breakfast and poop you're supposed to eat lunch and poop <laughs> okay that was funny <laughs> sorry y'all give me just a minute Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know, constipation is you not. I just cracked myself up. Constipation is that you. <laughs> Let me just get it out of the way, okay? Constipation. You ready? <laughs> Okay, okay. Like artichoke and robots in locomotion. <laughs> but there is one word that's the best of the best. Beautiful 
just nutrition, nutrition only. I do exercise today, but I lost all of my weight with nutrition only. But I can tell you, when you hit that wall and you're getting your water in, you're doing everything right, and you hit a wall and you're supplementing, you know, you want to make sure you take your whole food vitamin every day, you're doing all the right things, then go sweat. You've got to go sweat. You got you've got to you've got to do the pee, you got pee sweat poop you got to go sweat and it can be brisk walking I mean I went and walked around the building today uh, just to get up from the desk and you know you need to move around I have bad posture sitting at my desk bad back so I just go walk around and it's so hot outside I started sweating immediately and it's hot out there and I try to make sure that I work up a good sweat every day. You want, if you PSP, you there won't be any plateaus. If you PSP and you're doing this, you you're following the tool the right way, have the right expectation. Pee, sweat, poop. Okay, that's how you break through plateaus. By the way, did y'all see Jason's picture? Oh my gosh, Jason posted. Um, he sent in his pictures. Y'all need if y'all haven't seen them, y'all need to look at them. For those of you that are skeptics. He took pictures of himself day one, day 30, day 45, day 80. And he lost, I believe it's 70 pounds in 80 days. Look at those pictures. You need to be taking pictures. In fact, if you want to participate in the challenge, uh, show up at the webinar. I posted about our webinars. It will be a visual. I'll be live on video, and I'll be able to share my screen and I'm going to talk to people about how to lose 60 pounds in 90 days and take part in the challenge whereby you can win up, you win your share of $1,000 in prize money and stuff. So you don't do it for the prize money. You do it because you got to have it. But that makes it more fun, makes it more real for everyone. So show up tomorrow night, and I'll show you how to do what Jason did. Let me read this one, too. This is from Abby. I won't give you her entire name because we may have some non-members listening. Abby, this is in our members-only group. In our members-only group, it says, from Abby, I can feel, I love this, I can feel my ribs, exclamation points. I mean, like, really, she spells it out. Let me just read it the way she spells it. I can feel my ribs. I mean, like, really feel them. Haven't felt those suckers in a long, long time. And I have collarbones now. And all my clothes are way too big. I'm down 55.2 pounds. Life is good. Hashtag bless the name of the Lord. Now that's why we do what we do 24-7. I mean, that's a changed life. Bless the name of the Lord. The Lord is working. He is working. I'm so happy Congratulations, Abby. I don't even know if you're listening to this, but congratulations, Abby. That's remarkable. Remarkable. Okay, listen. When things get uncomfortable, keep going. Keep going, okay? It's going to get uncomfortable at times. In the beginning, when you start, it's uncomfortable. There's a couple of things that will set you back if you're not careful. Number one, the fear of failure. That's uncomfortable at the beginning, the fear of failure. And then if you overcome your fear of failure, you'll self-sabotage if you're not careful. 
because you fear success. You fear what it means. We don't have time tonight to tell you some of our story, but my fear of success once upon a time caused me to lose everything, everything. I mean, every material thing, my family, I lost everything, not because of fear of failure, fear of success. Fear of success is real. Maybe we need to dedicate one of these shows one night to the fear of success and what what's that all about and is it real? By the way, if you'd like to be a guest, we'll be winding this show up when I go through these, these questions that the girls gave me. So if you'd like to call in, you have a question, like to be on the show, like to testify, please call in. Be a part of our ministry. We do need you and we love you. All right. Questions. Questions that came up today that Brooklyn, Amy, and Carmen thought were fun and funny, and they get asked frequently and need to be addressed. Except for one of them. It's never been asked before. It's kind of like the time the woman sent in, a, after the poo class, sent in a picture of her turd, sent a text message to me of her turd. I don't think I'll ever get over that. I'm completely warped. This We, we have a class, What's Your Poo Telling You? And we did that class, What's Your Poo Telling You? Talks about turds and whether how to identify whether you're healthy or not looking at your looking at your turds, you know. And we do that and it's a real hard one. Shut up. It's real hard for me to get through without laughing. So, you know, but it's it's even harder if you try to go through that class. It's very important. Being able to identify uh looking at your stool being able to identify your gut health or understand your gut health by looking at your stool. Most people won't look. I look at my turds. Do you look at yours? But understanding what they're supposed to look like might save your life. And it's a really hard lesson to get through, especially if you're doing it and trying to do it in a professional way. So I just make fun of it. I don't, I don't know how else to get through that lesson. So we get through one. And this woman sent me a text message text message of her darn turd. Can you believe that? I must be the Rodney Dangerfield of nutrition. Sometimes I just want to tell people, I just say, I'll have you know, there's been more than a quarter of a million people go through our programs. So, you know, stop sending me your turds. Would you send Dave Ramsey your turds? But anyway, I know I'm not Dave Ramsey. But anyway, um. Got some great questions today. No pictures of turds today. Number one, lady calls or messages or we have like on our website, I don't know where they come from, the questions. The girls just gave them to me. We have like your real-time chat during the day on our website so we can help people navigate the website. We've got Facebook. We've got members-only group. We've got public forums. So it's hard to keep up with where the question come from. Was it from a member? Was it from a non-member? So the first question was, what does MCT have to be used? Why, why, why does MCT have to be used for everything? Why does MCT have to be used for everything? It doesn't. It doesn't. But when our our, our mentors are human, I think this one happened to be my daughter. 
and they're human, and they're juggling, they're multitasking all day. And their favorite answer around here is, because Travis said so. (laughs) Brooklyn, I know it's not right. We need to teach some professionalism, but we can't help it. We are just a family-run wellness ministry. Brooklyn likes to say, because my dad said so. And I tell them, I promise y'all, I tell them in meetings, I don't like that. Don't tell somebody that. They do it anyway, especially if I'm not available. They'll say, well, Travis said so. Well, first off, I've never said so. I've never said that you have to use MCT oil for everything. You won't find me saying that you have to use MCT oil for everything. There's not a video out there. There's not. There's nothing out there that I wrote, said, videoed, recorded that says you have to use MCT oil for everything. I know that I didn't say that because I don't use it for everything. I use it a lot because it's a medium-chain triglyceride. It's a fat that I can cook in and cook with that has no propensity to be stored as fat. And we would have to spend hours and hours and hours on all the many benefits of it and the situational uses of it. So, But we're, that's not the scope of what we're doing tonight. I'm going to answer this question. It doesn't have to be used for everything. The best way to use it is to use it practically and to cook with it. When a recipe calls for olive oil, it would be better if you used MCT oil. Olive oil is a long-chain triglyceride. It's good for you, but even though it's good for you, it's easily stored as a fat in your body if you use too much. And in addition to that, if you cook with olive oil, it being an oil that is not heat-stable, by cooking with it, by um it becoming exposed to high, hot temperatures, then it's because it's not heat stable, it turns into bad fat. So it's better to cook in MCT oil. But because we're a ministry first and foremost, and it's hard to find MCT oil, we carry it, we have it in our e-store, free shipping, have it in our care center, but it is hard to find out there, and we don't want anybody doing this program to think you got to come to us to do this program because everything you need comes from your local grocery store. So the next best thing is coconut oil. That's 66% MCTs and only 33% LCTs. Then ghee butter, that would be another good one. Hemp oil is a good one. Those can be used just like MCT oil on the program. But MCT oil is best. Now, there are other reasons that I use it. In the morning when I have a high-protein hot chocolate, I will add MCT oil for energy so that my body's not using the protein. Body doesn't like pro. You don't want your body to break breaking down protein for an energy source. You'll train your body how to break down muscle if you do that. Now, look, if you're here and you're a nutritionist, dietitian, that kind of thing, I want you to put yourself in my shoes. We don't have hours and hours to explain this, nor do they want to know. Yes, folks, if you're not a nutritionist or dietitian, I get an email once to twice a week from one that tries to write a book to me about what I should have said on my broadcast. So, you know, I'll say I'm a wellness coach, okay? I'm a sports nutrition, certified sports nutritionist. But, no, I'm not a dietitian. They have forgot more than I know. Go to them. Go to a 
a clinical nutritionist. It, go to them. And I think for those people that can afford that, that's great. That's fantastic. But what I like to do in this program is put things in layman's terms, put things in easy-to-understand terms so people get it. Okay, so a long-chain triglyceride is like a long candle wick, and a medium-chain triglyceride is like a short candle wick. Short candle wick will burn up faster. So when you consume MCT oil, it burns up real fast as an energy source, has almost no propensity to be stored as fat, and it has a muscle-preserving effect. That means a metabolism-preserving effect because your body's not using protein as an energy source. Your body doesn't like that. It's not good. So I'll do that. I'll put it in a shake sometimes. I do not put it in every shake. I only put it in my shake pre- or post-workout. I don't need the extra energy if I'm not working out, if I'm having a shake. So you don't have to use MCT oil in everything. Okay, next question. Here's the one that got tickled at, and I think she was trying to make a, a joke. She said, how many Bonito crumbs make a full chip? <laughs> yes, you asked that question if you're listening. I can't believe you asked that question. Oh, Lord, help us. All right, so I'm going to answer it. How many Bonito crumbs make a full chip? Either the person was trying to make a funny, yes, you were, or you were mad because you bu you bought a bag of Bonitos that were crushed, or, I'm just trying to think why you'd ask the question, or, which I'm not making fun of, you're very analytical, and, and you want to be precise in your portions, which I salute. But we're a practical program. We do things practically. We do things very, very practically. We do not count calories. We follow the Shibola Shield. So what I mean by that is we... We drink our water, we journal, we eat in the right food combinations, we eat in the right portion, and we time our meals right. That's what we do. And if you count calories on top of that, great. But if all you're doing is counting calories, trying to stay below your baseline metabolic rate, calorie expenditure rate that's required, you're, you're not ever going to be successful. This program is about combinations of foods first to control blood sugar and calories second. So... If if you're one of if whoever asked that question, it's one of those scenarios. Um, you know, I want you to know we're a practical program. The portion rule, you're eyeballing it. You know, like a portion of proteins, a deck of cards. Um, you know, you've got a portion of fat is going to be the size of your thumb. You know, we just use common sense. It's just practical. We just we just we got to live and eat in this world, and we want you to have a practical lifestyle that you can stay with forever. So if you really want to know, since Bonitos, for example, you can have 13 Bonitos. That is uh, a snack or can be used as a Category 3 with a 1 and 2. So in other words, I'm having a Shibboleth-approved sandwich, Nature's Own Double Fiber Wheat Bread or one of the 100 different approved breads, uh, I'm having Nature's Own Double Fiber Wheat Bread, turkey, approved cheese, lettuce, tomato, approved mayo. That's a one-two condiment. And then I want some chips with it. I could have 13 Bonitos. Why 13? Because 
in most people's hand, one big handful of Benitos is about 13 chips. We've tried big hands and little hands. So if you want to know, are they crushed? How many of the crushed ones would make a full chip? Then what I would say, dude, just if you really want to be precise, a quarter cup. You want to crush them up? Use them as a breading, by the way. That's cool. I use our approved chip sometimes as a breading. That health-wise dill pickle-flavored chip makes, if you crush them up, makes for a wonderful, wonderful breading over chicken. Man, that's good. You can bread and fry chicken with the uh, health-wise dill pickle-flavored chips. You just crush them up. You got a great breading that's going to help you burn even more fat. So, yeah, sometimes you will have a crust chip. But a quarter cup would be fine of those Benitos. Not making fun of you, because I don't know if you were making a funny or if you're precise. If you're being precise, God bless you because you're going to be more successful than most people. Number three, if I had a milkshake. Oh, Lord, I didn't read this one. I'm going to need some wine. Some of y'all make me want to drink. Y'all make me want to drink bad. Not one glass. Not two glasses. But y'all make me want to drink bottles. this one (laughs) hey to all those experienced people out there let me remind you once upon a time you were just starting to when you're dealing with one of our new one new folks just remember once upon a time you were starting to if i had a milkshake from mcdonald's is that a (laughs) holiday is that a holiday can y'all hold the children's ears for a minute? <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> if I had a milkshake from McDonald's, is that a holiday? Yes. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can't hardly watch one of our classes without me saying, if you so much as lick the cheese dust off a Dorito, that's a holiday. Right? Because after the lick goes the crunch, after the crunch goes the back. If you drink a darn milkshake from McDonald's, that is a holiday. Yes. Now, how many do you get? This is a real question. I tell them these questions have to be real. And I want you to pick out some that are good, and I want you to pick out some funny ones. If I had a milkshake from McDonald's, is that a holiday? Yes, I'm afraid so. Because when you drank that milkshake, your blood sugar went through the roof. Your pancreas secreted the fat bus, insulin, a growth hormone. Now you're storing the fat. If you ate something at McDonald's, you're really in trouble. But for the next two days, anything that you eat, even approved fats, are going to be stored easily as a fat because of the fat bus. Your appetite goes up, you store fat, and efficient fat burning stops for two days. So... 
you do. I don't say, I didn't say weight loss. I said fat burning. So, in other words, you could your weight will be up the next day, and then it'll go back down, but it's not fat you're losing. You're just sucking all that sugar out of your cells again because you had that darn milkshake. So, it is a holiday. It is trouble, and there are void replacements for it. In fact, we got in these new shakes. It's called this one's called Finaflex. I, I like. It. I actually like the flavor of it better than some of our branded ones. There's our branded ones would be used for a different purpose, and you could use them as freebies pre or post workout. You could not use this as a freebie pre or post workout. This is a great lasting meal replacement. It's called Finaflex. If you liked the old T7 product, I think this one's better. It's brand new. It's called Finaflex Clear Protein. And this one was vanilla cake batter. Best tasting shake I think I've ever had. And it tastes like a milkshake. It tastes like a milkshake. The only reason that you would choose a McDonald's milkshake over a healthy milkshake is that the McDonald's was convenient, which is no reason to have it. I mean, there's a lot of things that are convenient that you don't do because it's bad for you. (laughs) Excuse me. Or you want it because the devil's telling you you can't have it. But what you should tell the devil is, I don't want it, so shut up. Don't let the devil give you FOMO, fear of missing out. We want what we can't have. So you tell the devil, yes, I can have it. I can have it on a holiday. Folks, We get when you're in the weight loss mode, you get six holidays per month. I can't stress it enough. You can eat whatever you want. As long as your other days you follow the program, you're going to lose weight like crazy. When you reach maintenance, your happy weight, you get 12 holidays a month. That's almost half the month. You can eat what you want if you're following our tools, our system, our meal plans the rest of the day. It's that simple. You can have that McDonald's milkshake, but don't ask, is that a holiday? I mean, that's going to make your eyes bulge. That's a bad holiday. Now, are there milkshakes that we can have at fast food restaurants? No, I'm not aware of any. There are some skinny lattes. that You can have a skinny latte at several places. They're in the fast food guide online you'll see that there are many places you can get a skinny latte but I, i'm not aware of any fast food milkshake that we can have this is one where we have to fill the void with something that we can make at home and there are many great i tell you what's really great it's like a sonic blast but it's a great void replacement i can take shibola ice cream or i can take something like fine effects fine flex and i can blend into those shakes some uh what's it called uh health smart peanut butter patties and it's like having a Reese sonic blast that helps me burn fat it's an easy program to do hope that answers that question here's a great question all right how often and when do i need to take supplements can i take too many yes yes let me say that first yes you don't you want to follow the instructions First of all, we don't treat, cure, diagnose, prescribe. You need to consult your physician anytime you start a nutrition program or regimen. You need to consult someone to make sure that this is right for you. This is what's right for me and tens of thousands of other people. 
may not be right for you. What may your doctor may prefer you remain on the Doritos. I don't know. Uh, but can I take too many? Yes, follow instructions. You don't. Some of these things are stimulants, and you don't want to OD on a stimulant. Not good. And two, if you take stimulants too long, they begin to have a diminishing return uh, as it relates to weight loss. For example, I love our Zero Drag Weight Loss and Energy product, but taking it longer than eight weeks, it begins to have a diminishing return for me because it can be uh, it can overstimulate your adrenal glands. So it's best to come off of it for four weeks so you're always getting a good return from your investment. When it comes to a vitamin, you need to take a vitamin, a good quality vitamin, zero drag. We, Of course, we're going to plug that one, zero drag vitamins plus. It's loaded. You need to take that every single day. Listen, if you're not taking a good vitamin and potentially ask your doctor, but potentially probiotics, if you're not taking that, good vitamin, your body is going to leach off of your bones. Do you know that you've got, you've got vitamins stored in your bones? And if your body's not getting enough of what it needs as nature's taking it away from you, you're not putting it back in, especially when you're on reduced, when you're calorie restricted, your body will begin to leach the vitamins that it needs since you're not giving your body what it needs will begin to leach it from your bones and you, you'll get brittle bones. It's not good, not good. So you need to make sure you take a whole food vitamin. Here's my take on supplements. Most companies lead, that have weight loss problems, they lead with supplements. It's on the back end of our program. I don't, I don't think they're necessary. We have them. I take them. You think that I just contradicted myself if you were with me, I've got vitamins everywhere, and I take them depending upon what my goals are. And, you know, to give you an example, I take krill oil every day. I take calcium every day. I'm working out. I need all that stuff. I need it. When my energies are lagging, I'll take B12. I take a lot of, I take a lot of stuff. I really believe in it. But I don't think it's necessary to lose weight. And that's what we're here to do is help you lose weight. The only supplement I think is, that is necessary is a whole food vitamin. And you need that. As you're losing your weight, after you're losing your weight, if you're wondering if the one you're taking is any good, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll give you some comparisons. That, there's some good ones out there besides ours, but ours is the best. But um, you need that vitamin. Now, nutrition should come first. You should you should eat whole food, combine properly, portion the right way, time your meals properly. That's what you should do. You do that, the weight's going to come off. You eat a wide variety of foods, combine the right way, the weight's coming off. It's coming off. Next, the next habit that you want to make is exercise. You want to begin to exercise. Now, you could spend... All of your journey to your happy weight, just eating right, learning the Shibola system. Learn it. You can eat anywhere, eat anything. You just got to learn the system. Learn it, lose the weight. Okay, you assessed your situation, you're addressing it, and now you've lost the weight. That's a great time to start exercising. If you want to do it before, 
You lose all of your weight, fine. But note this. I know as many people that start off with nutrition go to exercising too quickly before they've made proper nutrition a good habit. They they get off in a gym, and the gym rats and the trainers, everybody tell them something different. Tell them what they want to hear. Tell them somebody that used to be big or is big. Tell them they need to eat more food for their training. Well, that is hogwash. They're trying to lose weight. They're trying to use the energy that's stored on their arse. They're not trying to give themselves more energy so that the 300 calories they burned in Zumba are put right back in. That's what. That's not what we're trying to do. And we're shooting our blood sugar through the roof because they told us we needed carbs. You do need carbs, but you better be combining protein and fiber with them so that you can neutralize the blood sugar impact. And I've seen so many people try to go make X because of the endorphins. The, 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 uh, when you work out physically, you get this endorphin rush. You get an awesome endorphin rush. And you feel good. So it's good that you want to go exercise. I want to exercise. i got to go exercise after this. I'm not going to let those people beat me on the steps. And it feels good. Don't feel good starting, but sure does feel good when you're in. You got to begin with the end in mind. But you can become more addicted to you. You can. It's easier to become addicted to exercise than it is good nutritional habits. But if you do that too quick and you put yourself in an environment where you're listening to everybody around you and it's just what you want to hear, go eat more. Next thing you know, you you bigger, bigger. But I'm stronger. That's what that's what they say on Facebook. I might be bigger, but I'm stronger. Well, it didn't just be strong with your bad self. I want to be built for show. <laughs> but anyway, y'all know what I'm saying. I want to be strong, but I want to be lean. And so you should make sure that you got the nutrition down because that'll get you 80% of the way to your goal. You're not going to get to your goal eating the way you want to eat and exercising. Not going to happen. So if you nutrition first, then exercise, then supplementation. And there are all kind of cool supplements you can take, whether it be creatine, whether it be caffeine for the right reason at the right time. There's all kinds of supplements. When you get ready for those, shoot me a line. I'll tell you what I would take if I had your goal. And it will enhance and speed up your results. It will. But it won't get it done by itself. Okay, it will not get it done by itself. If it, if you've got a really potent supplement like some of ours, yes, it can give you an advantage. Yes, if you take two groups, you have this group on a placebo, you'll see all kind of studies on different supplements. You have this group on a placebo, this group on the real stuff, this group lost 1.2 pounds in a month, this group didn't lose any with the placebo. But, you, you know, y'all, that's just an enhancement. We talking about losing weight here. We talking about losing ten to fifteen pounds a month with ease. Some of you losing more because y'all gonna join me on the webinar tomorrow night and lose sixty pounds in ninety days. Last question for tonight, and this is a good one, and I, I've I've answered it before. I suspect I'll be answering it the rest of my life. And um, when we get back, I'll answer this question. And the question is. Can you put on muscle and lose fat at the same time? Can you put on muscle and lose fat 
at the same time. Question sent in by my good friend Lori, and we'll be right back. A little something more mellow this time.
All right. Back. Back with some good stuff. Back with some good stuff. All right. Great. Laurie asked a great question. Said, you know, can you lose fat and put on muscle? And and really, she went a little further. She said there are, there's competing information out there about that. On one hand, I say that, in short, I say no. I say you can't put on muscle and lose fat simultaneously. Now, you're not going to see advertising or infomercials promoting programs and junk that that you can't. They're going to tell you you can lose fat, put on muscle. But that, then you'll find credible, uh, seemingly credible evidence that you can lose fat and put on muscle at the same time. While there's other credible folks that say you can't. And I'd like to think I'm one of them. But I'm telling you, you can't. And I'm going to explain why. They're all wrong. They don't know anybody that says that you can't. Now, first of all, if you listen to what I say, I say you cannot efficiently, that's a big word, efficiently, that's the key word, efficiently. In other words, the, the quickest way to get from one point to another is in a straight line. You cannot efficiently, and it's almost biologically impossible, you cannot efficiently put on muscle and lose fat now here's where a lot of them get that that does happen at the same time because so-and-so on the biggest loser lost this much fat and put on this much muscle no that that that's impossible what they're doing is they're looking at the body fat percentage and when you run a tape on a body fat percentage, it's going to give you essential fat reserve fat and excess fat now, anytime you're losing muscle, your body fat percentage goes up, even if your weight goes down. You understand what I'm saying? So, in other words, you got a 300-pound person, and they diet wrongly. They do not do the right thing, and they lose weight. They starve themselves, they're bulimic, whatever. They don't do the right things, and they lose 10 pounds. They were 300 pounds, and now they're, they're 290. Okay, they were 300, they're 290, they did all the wrong things. They lost weight, but their body fat percentage can go up because they lost muscle. You see what I'm saying? They lost weight, but the body fat percentage went up because more of their mass is fat. They didn't lose any fat. You follow us, you both, we lose fat. So that what they did, they did the wrong, they did it the wrong way, and they lost 10 pounds, but their body fat percentage went up. Now, same thing happens with biggest loser. There's a couple of ways to keep your muscle and preserve muscle. Number one, you use it or you'll lose it. Number two, adequate amounts of amino acids through, through your, your uh, dietary intake, which we do. So they preserve muscle. They've got, them, they've got them in a controlled environment, and they're making sure they get enough protein. And they're working them out like crazy. So what's happening there for those folks, they're reconstituting muscle. Just like you lose fat really fast, you lose it fast, okay? And, and then you hit a, a, what seems to you a plateau. You're really losing water and losing sugar at a high rate. Now we're getting down into losing fat. There's 3,500 calories stored in a pound of fat, so it takes a little while to lose the fat. Same thing happens when you hadn't worked out in a long, long time. In other words, Laura, if you and I or anybody listening hadn't worked out in a long time, we go work out right now. In a week, it'll show that we put on a lot of muscle. 
That's right. If you've ever had it, it's still there. It's like fat sales. Fat sales never go away. They fill up, and then you go on a, a program like this, and you suck the fat out of them, and they diminish in their size, but they're still there. That's why it's so easy to put it all back on if you don't have a proper lifestyle. So when you first go to working out, like they do on The Biggest Loser, they're putting on, call it old muscle. They're reconstituting muscle they once had. All they're doing is shut, when you start working out, you shuttle water into the cells. And if you're eating carbs, instead of the carbs being converted to fat, they shuttle in and they get the glucose gets stored in your muscle. And that's considered, in a body fat composition test, that's considered lean tissue. So in, in a short term, you can lose fat very rapidly and you can, it, and at the same time, put on muscle very rapidly. Okay? But it's not like muscle. It's not new muscle. It's not new raw material. And I'm going to explain why. So if you also, when you're doing that body fat composition, when you put on that new muscle, not, excuse me, when you've reconstituted old muscle, and you have lost a lot of uh, fat, your body fat composition test will show that you put on muscle, lost fat. But it, it's not much muscle because you just reconstituted old muscle. You cannot put on new muscle without eating more than you're supposed to. That's why I say it's an inefficient process. You should try to lean out first. You should try to, your first goal if you're overweight should be to preserve muscle. And starve off the fat. Preserve it. Preserve your metabolism. Starve off the fat until you get to your happy weight. Because if you don't do that and you start too early trying to eat more to gain muscle, then what you're going to do is you're going to give yourself the illusion you're not putting on muscle, you're just getting fatter because the muscle is underneath the fat. And then there's intramuscular fat, but there's a layer of fat over that muscle. We all got abs, but we can't see them because we got a layer of fat over them. We got to get rid of that layer of fat. But I think what happens is people, when we make, when we decide we want to do something about our situation, we want to do it all, and you can't. You got to have one goal at a time. Because if I'm going to put on new muscle, and hear me out. If I'm going to put on new muscle, putting on new muscle is just like putting on new fat. You just eat differently. You have to eat quality nutrients, but you have to overeat them. So if my baseline metabolic rate is 2,000 calories, okay, if I'm at 1,200 calories, I'm at an 800-calorie-calorie deficit. I better make sure all 1,200 calories are rich in amino acids so I preserve my muscle. And I'm going to starve off fat that way. And my 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 body's going to show by default that I've got more lean tissue because the body fat's coming down. As a percentage of my overall mass, I've got more muscle because my body fat's coming down. All right, now, if you're trying to put on new muscle, if you eat 2,000 calories and work out with heavy weights, you can't put on no new muscle. All you can do is preserve muscle because to put on new muscle requires extra raw material so if i if i had leaned out let's say i was at my leanest weight let's say i was at 185 pounds i'm as lean by that time people saying you look sick because i don't have that much muscle i'm a big boy but what you see 
is a I've got quite a bit of fat still, and and I look lean compared to most people. I get that, but if I were to lose all my fat except for my essential fat, you tell me I sick. I'd feel better than ever, but you tell me I look sick. But I got to get down to that point before I can put on new muscle, put slabs of new muscle on top of slabs on on, on muscle. So to do that, I can't have two two thousand calories. My body's going to use every bit of that to sustain its current mass. So in order to put on new muscle, I got to work out heavyweights, break down new muscular tissue, and I have to overeat. So I might take in 3,200 calories. Now, I'm oversimplifying it, but I think you'll get the point. So now I'm taking in 12, I'm taking in 3,200 calories. I'm taking in 1,200 more calories than I need in that day. 1,200 more. Now I have the potential to put on new lean muscle tissue, new raw material. See, it's a, it's a seesaw battle. You lean out, and then you bulk up. If you want to know what's real, go talk to a competitive bodybuilder. They have off-season. It's called bulking season. And then they have a season where they lean out and get contest ready. You have to do one or the other. You cannot do both efficiently. What they're doing on The Biggest Loser is very deceptive in that those people get there and the only muscle they're putting on because they're on reduced calories, they're not taking in even the calories they need to sustain their current mass because they're trying to lose weight. The only muscle they're putting on is that immediate first week, two weeks, when their muscular cells are reconstituting themselves and filling up with water, which is lean tissue, and filling up with glucose. Okay? The good carbs. That's what's happening. Their muscles look more round, look more full, all of that. But all it is is reconstituting muscle. That's it. That's it. That's all they're doing. So I hope that makes sense. That's really oversimplification. But just know you can't do both efficiently. It's better to do it Maybe if you're a, if you're a reasonable and patient person, twelve weeks on, twelve weeks off. You know, twelve weeks to cut, twelve weeks to build. Twelve weeks to cut, twelve weeks to build. That would be a great scenario. All right, and then you get to eat more too. But it's got to be good stuff. It can't be junk food. All right, we're gonna get ready to close this show out. If I've left anything off, don't forget you can still call in nine one seven eight eight nine nine one one five nine one seven eight eight nine. 9115. Would love to hear from you. I'll be right back.
All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're gonna we're gonna get y'all off here. I do want to say this: we always we never have a broadcast where somebody didn't get their feelings hurt, or I say something that disappoints them. And I just try to have a good time. I try to have a good time. I try to be real because once upon a time I wasn't. I didn't know that I wasn't, but I wasn't. Wasn't real. Wasn't true to myself. Want to have a good time. And we would be remiss without closing this out and saying we love the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord at all times. Be real. Here's what I believe. It's my doctrine. We're an interfaith group here. I get that. I'm not going to try to shove my doctrine down your throat. You don't shove yours down mine. We're an interfaith group. And here's what I believe. I believe that people would be a lot happier, a lot more intimate and closer to God if they take care of themselves and that they would live by two commandments, really have a third underlined within those two. Love God. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor and love yourself. And I believe the first step in loving your neighbor and loving God is loving yourself. My conscience does not bother me. As old Leonard Skinner song says, my con- Watergate does not bother me. Does your conscience bother you? My conscience. I used to look, y'all. I used to dress up every day. Wear the ain't nothing wrong with that. Wear the khakis. Wear the tie. Wear the blazer. And went around visiting sick folks and all the kind of things that the preacher man's supposed to do. You know what? I lived a very plastic and fake life. I lost everything that I had. People criticize the things I say and do today. And and here's why I choose to just be myself nowadays. I lost everything. That includes friends. That includes family. I didn't have anything but the Lord. That was it. That's all I had. That's the only one I had. The only one that helped me get back up on my feet. A lot of people that I loved, a lot, and you may be going through something out there, a lot of people that I loved, that I thought loved me, forsook me, they forsook me, turned their back on me. And I don't blame them. I ain't judging them. I might have done the same thing. Because it looked like that I had turned my back on the Lord. People judged and judged harshly. And it was a tough time. But in that, it was the best. I lost my life that I had, and I gained life. And I don't owe anybody. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe any anybody anything. All I owe is love now, and it's the way to live. And I love myself. I used to love God, love your neighbor. I'd stand in the pulpit and do that. Overweight at one point. I lost the weight. But I say that to say I didn't love myself. I dressed it up on the outside. Dressed up my speech. Oh, I would have never. I was a teetotaler. I would never have let anyone see me dance. That would be a sin. And all that said, and everybody thought, man, Travis Martin has it together. Say good things about me. But in my heart, I knew that my, I knew that it was empty. I knew that it was empty. It bothered my conscience. Today, my conscience does not bother me. Does yours bother you? I believe we'd all be a lot better if we'd stop judging our neighbor neighbor, and start judging ourselves on this one thing, this one thing. Are you doing your best? And if you are, 
Let it go. Enjoy your life. Quit caring what people think so much. Daggone it. It's hard. It's easier said than done. But you're going to have to do that if you're going to be successful. I want to bless the name of the Lord tonight for what he's done for me and my home, my family. Give us purpose. We love our God. We love each other. We love our little family. And we love our Shibola family. If I've said or done anything tonight to offend you, I hope that you'll forgive me before you go to bed. I hope that you'll glean the good out of the things I said tonight and not the things that you disagree with. I want to read this to you real quick. We're going to get off here. This is Job. Job said, Oh, that my grief were thoroughly, were thoroughly weighed and my calamity laid in the balances together. For now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea, therefore my words are swallowed up. That's a lot of grief. For the arrows of the Almighty are within me. In other words, the conscience. The poison whereof drinketh up my spirit. The terrors of God to set themselves in array against me. Doth the wild ass bray when he hath grass, or loweth the ox over his fodder? Can that, now here's the verse I want you to get. Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? And for those of us eating lots of egg whites, we know why they're freebies. There is no taste in the white of an egg unless you put salt on it. And if the salt has lost its savor, what is it good for other than be trodden under the foot of man? Amen. So let, let me say something about that verse. Can that which is unsavory be eaten with salt? If you are overweight, and you know deep down in your heart, not enjoying your life, not enjoying an abundant life like you could, can you continue living this unsavory life that has no passion, that there's no juice in your life? I mean, you're not ever going to find it till you take care of this. Can that which is unsafe? I mean, like I said at the beginning of this broadcast, going to an amusement park ain't the same when you're overweight. Going to the beach, going to the mountains, wherever you go and whatever you do in a reunion, a wedding, it's not the same. It's unsavory. You don't know what savory is until you take care of your temple and you feel good about yourself. You got self confidence, self esteem. Can you continue moving forward? living this unsavory life. Does your life, to you, it doesn't matter about other people, but to you, does it taste like the white of an egg, just bland and dull? I'm telling you, if you build the character that it takes to lose this weight, you earn it. You earn it. You know you did your best, and you did something that most people will not do, but you did it. It makes you very uncommon and your life will never be the same. Mine isn't, and the people that I know that have lost the weight and kept it off, it's been it's been a real life-changing experience for them. It's been one for me. And we, the Shibola family, we want to help you. Whether you need a restart or whether you're a non-member and you want to become a part of this little family and want to help us minister to others and help save lives, and then at the end of the day, we'll all, despite our faults, despite our failings, we'll all bow our unworthy heads and give God the praise for it all. Because it's in Him, right, that all good gifts come. All good gifts come from above, even weight loss. Y'all agree with that? I do. I agree with that. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm going to leave you alone. Y'all have a good evening. I love you to death. I love you to death. I, I hope y'all have enjoyed tonight and look forward to seeing you next time. Don't forget about the webinar. Don't forget about the webinar. Got a webinar uh, coming up tomorrow night. It's going to be a big deal. I'm reading off something right now so I can make sure that 
I give you all the information in that webinar. Big deal. You, I'm going to help you lose 60 pounds, up to 60 pounds in 90 days. Nope, I'm not kidding. It's going to happen. I want to help you do it if you'll let me. Okay, so join me in that webinar tomorrow night. There's postings all over. Wherever you found this, there'll be a posting about the webinar. I'm certain of it. All right, I love everyone. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go work out because these people I'm looking at, it, they're getting ahead of me on the steps. Got to go. Talk to you later. Thank you for all the money. Sure, you'll serve